You're listening to Stocks for Docs, a podcast to educate healthcare professionals to build wealth through value investing in the stock market. I'm your host, Dr. Vivetta Lobo. Hello, everyone. This is your host, Dr. Vivetta Lobo of Stocks for Docs, a podcast where we talk about value investing in the stock market. Thanks for tuning in. And today, we're going to talk about the types of investment there are. So let's say you've decided to explore what type of companies are you going to invest in? Well, I'm sure you've heard of people talking about good buys like Facebook or Tesla, Amazon, Google. But how do you know? How do you know that those are good choices? How do you know it's being offered at a good price? What is right for you? So let's take a step back. Let's get some perspective and learn about the different options that are out there. So we'll go over some broad characteristics of different types of stocks. The first one we're going to talk about are growth stocks. So growth stocks are high risk and high reward. So what does that mean? So these are younger companies. A lot of times they're tech companies. And they're sexy. They're trendy. People talk a lot about them. They're in the news a lot. And if you do well, one hit out of the park, and you could be set for life with these stocks. But the problem is they're pretty risky. The competition here can be really fierce. And just as fast as it got up, it can fall just as easily. So you want to be careful with growth stocks, but keep an eye on them. An example of growth stocks in the recent five or six years, I would say, is Slack, uh, Peloton. These are probably popular ones that you've heard of. Another type of stock or another group of stocks are IPO stocks. So these were recently public. So they were private companies, and within the last one to two to three years or so, they went public. There's a lot of excitement when this happens. A lot of people want to get in early, buy the stock the day they go IPO, and that's fine. It's a good idea. It's a good investment. If you truly know the company, if you personally know the management, if you believe in them and their product, but like growth companies, they're also pretty volatile, probably more so. So you want to be careful here as well. But again, these are brand new companies that haven't had a lot of history, haven't had time to prove themselves. They're kind of like new adults that just got out in the open in the big bad world and you really don't know how they're going to perform. So they're risky. Some examples of these in the recent year probably are Palantir, Asana, Airbnb. And another big category, the one that we're going to spend most of our time talking about in this podcast at least, are value companies. These are low risk, high reward. These are the mature, well-established companies that have been out there for at least 10 years. They have stood the test of time. They are well-established in their industry, in their competition, and they've gone through events. And what are our events? Events are times of trouble, times of trial. So you can have, for example, a global event that affects a company. For example, the most obvious one now is COVID. So that's something that affected pretty much all companies, either in a bad way or in a good way, but it was an event. You can have an event that is industry specific. 
So for example, if you are investing in a public transport company, well then ride-sharing apps and companies came along like Uber and Lyft and totally changed that industry a couple years ago. So that would be an industry-specific event. And then there are events within the company. These are often scandals or management changes that can truly affect the company. But these companies, these value companies, have shown that when these events have happened in history, that they have overcome them. That even if they had a temporary dip in their stock prices, they were able to overcome it and come back to where it was and continue to grow and do and beyond. That is the true value of a value company. They also have great financials, right? They have low debt. They have proven good cash flow. But the big problem or the big negative, I would say, if you want to view it that way, with getting into value companies is that it requires a lot of patience. Value companies don't go on sale very often. You usually have to wait for an event to happen for these companies to go on sale, for their prices to come down and buy it aggressively at that point. Because you know that that event is going to be temporary and then the price will go back up. So you need to have patience. It's kind of like just waiting in the grass, laying low for a really long time until you can spring into action. And for that reason, you don't end up buying a ton of value companies. My philosophy is that you really shouldn't have more than 20 companies in your lifetime, really. And in my portfolio, I want at least 80% of my buys to be value companies. So some value companies that are out there that are pretty famous for being value companies is Berkshire Hathaway, Google, Netflix, Facebook, to give you some examples. Other ways that you can characterize different companies is based on market capitalization. So for example, how large, um, how large, what are they worth? So large market cap companies are over $10 billion. And these are generally considered more safe. Mid are two to 10 billion, and small are probably less than 2 billion. Another way to characterize them is whether they're domestic or international. But caution, this can be pretty arbitrary because the location of it is just really just based on where their headquarters are. It doesn't say anything about where they actually sell or where their customers are. So you don't have to take this into account necessarily. Lastly, probably the more important one, is whether or not they pay dividends. So are they dividends or non-dividend stocks? So what are dividends? Well, many companies will pay their shareholders dividends, Will they pay them money basically, on a regular basis, regardless of what their stock prices are. And this is a good way to have some passive income. And this is a way that companies encourage people to choose them, to encourage their shareholders. So they're very sought after. But the problem is, There's lots of great companies, fabulous companies out there that don't do this. And so should you just be ignoring them and only picking companies that pay dividends? Because in the long term, I can prove to you there's lots of companies who don't pay dividends. They'll probably do better for you in the long term. So I leave it to you to decide if this is something you want to set as your criteria or not. But think about it. Some great value investing companies that also pay dividends, Microsoft, Apple, Verizon. So there's a quick overview. And here's what I do. 
I invest 80% in value companies, 20% combined in growth and IPO companies. And as of today, I've only been able to invest in about nine value companies, but I probably have another 12 or even 13 now on my watch list. So those are companies that I want to invest in. I just haven't had the opportunity. It hasn't been on sale enough. It hasn't been at the right price. And we'll talk about how to come up with the right price soon. All of them are, have been large cap companies, domestic companies, but only about 30% on my, of my companies are dividend paying. So I'm not saying that that should be your criteria or that should be your portfolio, but it's some food for thought. So consider your choices. And next week, we're going to do a deep dive. We're going to truly talk about how to assess a company. How do you know whether it's a good buy, if it's a good value company or not? So until then, take care, stay well. Thank you for listening, and I'll catch you next time. Cheers. Stocks for Docs is a podcast designed to educate healthcare professionals on building wealth through value investing. Take the first steps towards securing your future and listen weekly. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn as Stocks for Docs.